Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. Today, I have with me entrepreneur, international speaker, best-selling author, mentor, philanthropist, and licensed CPA for 35 years, and a chartered global management accountant, Sharon Lecter. Also, she is the author of the new book that will be coming out soon that you can pre-order um, today called Exit Rich. Sharon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jen. I'm delighted to be with you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, I was just sharing offline how I'm so honored to be speaking with you because uh, you and Robert Kiyosaki were uh, the first authors that uh, helped shape my mindset, or, or I would say um, reconstruct my mindset. <laughs> When it come when it came to money, uh, and so I actually have the book here for people that are watching video, uh, Cash Flow Quadrants, and I read this book in my young twenties, and today I'm 33, and I have just been self-employed since, like for the majority of my adult life, and a lot of it has to do with the foundation of um, reading books such as this. So Sharon, um, I'm so happy that I have this moment to just say thank you <laughs> for being a part of being part of that uh, and and being a big influence to me in my my younger days. <laughs> well, I absolutely appreciate that. And, and it makes me proud to know a lot of people read the books, whether it be uh, the Cashflow Quadrant or Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and mm -hmm. don't do anything. And so you took action and, and took a, a different path in your life to create financial independence. So um, I, I applaud you for reading it and taking action because that's what we're all about is making sure people can take control of their financial lives. Yeah, that's absolutely uh, extremely important. Um, Sharon, I did mention in your bio that you've been a licensed CPA for 35 years. And let's just go back in time for a second here. What got you, um, I guess, into the financial industry um, and what made you stay? <laughs> well, um, I started my career as a CPA because I was in college and I was on a track for chemistry and for accounting. And I realized that chemistry was going to take me a lot more years in college and accounting mm -hmm. was a lot faster to get out of school and start making money. And so I, I started focusing on the business and accounting side. So I was one of the very first women in public accounting in the Southeast mm -hmm. United States. So I got uh, my, started with Coopers and Libran, one of the big eight back then in Atlanta. It was a hot, I would loved it. A young single woman in Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> and it was great, great um, training, seeing how companies were doing things correctly and learning how companies did things not so correctly. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in public accounting until the ripe old age of 25. And I realized if I was going to work that hard, I should be working for myself. And all mm. of a sudden, my parents, who were both entrepreneurs, started looking a lot smarter to me. And that's when I left public accounting with a client to start my entrepreneurial endeavors. And I never looked back. I helped start and build the talking children's book industry. I started a woman's magazine and sold that. But this was one of the first big global brands that I started mm. and helped build. And then, um, so I, I maintained my license and now I'm still on a Financial Literacy Commission for the AICPA, but I haven't been a practicing um, CPA in many years because I use it from an educational perspective and help support people in finding those tools that they need to take control of their financial lives. 
Yeah. I think um, the book that you shared, that just brought me back to my childhood. I'm pretty sure I remember being really young <laughs> and pressing yeah. the buttons as I was going through the pages. <laughs> That's amazing that you were age. part of that. My children are a little older than you, but yes, at that time, kids didn't like to read. And so <laughs> you had no electronics. You had certainly no cell phones. And so we came up with this concept. The inventor is a good friend of mine. And I mm-hmm. said, let me help you build it. And so, okay, so are parents going to trust us as this new unknown company? And we learned the power of association. Mm-hmm. And so when we aligned with Disney, Warner Brothers, Sesame Street, Marvel Comics, immediate trust because people trusted those brands. And we were able yeah. to load that brand around the world. And so I learned so much in working in that company about publishing, about manufacturing, but mostly about the power of association. And it's something that I still teach today. All of my success that I've been blessed with, I can say, is through the power of association. Yeah. I mean, uh, the fact that you partnered up with Robert Kiyosaki to create Rich Dad Poor, the whole Rich Dad Poor Dad series. Um, you know, I think very often people want to uh, be known as that person, you know, that. Um, did this one thing and kind of, you know, hold themselves in that kind of pedestal. But I, like you said, I really like how you stress the importance of association um, and partnering with other people uh, that collectively you can all look good. Um, Can you give me maybe other examples in your life where you really took advantage of that uh, philosophy to associate yourself with people, more credible people, more bigger organizations, et cetera? Well, certainly when I, obviously 10 years of building the Rich Dad Brown around the globe, um, I met Robert because he'd gone to see my husband about patenting this idea for a board game. And Mm -hmm. um, because of my background and what I knew, I volunteered to help him because I understood the the importance of the concept of the game cash flow, which is passive income, building, buying, and creating assets. It's the same thing that I was teaching and so in the process, he told me he wanted to charge $200 for the game. And I said, that's kind of pricey. We're talking 1996. Yeah. So maybe you should write a brochure that explains a philosophy that then people would say, okay, I'll invest that money. And most people don't know this, but Rich Dad, Poor Dad was actually a brochure. We wrote it as a brochure to sell the board game cash flow. And that's when he asked me to be his partner. And mm-hmm. so we wrote 15 books together in the Rich Dad series and built the company for 10 years. I led it as CEO as well as um, co-authoring all the products. And so it was um, a great opportunity, but we built that company based on what I'd learned in the talking book industry about mm-hmm. the power of association. So when we wanted to do infomercials, instead of build, doing it on our own, we brought in Time Life. Time Life came to the table and said, we'll do it using other people's money, time, and resources. When mm-hmm. we wanted to go into coaching, we found the top coaching company that allowed us to have the quality control over what was happening. So we partnered with them, that power of association of finding the best in the field and aligning with them is how we continue to explode that brand around the world. And certainly when I made the decision to leave Rich Dad in 2007, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was asked to be on the first President's Advisory Council with President Bush and Obama. Those are pretty powerful associations. And then in 2008, I got the call from the Napoleon Hill Foundation asking me to step in and reinvigorate his teachings. Whoa, that's powerful association. And so I've really valued the the impact that I've been able to make and the impact on me to be able to support people 
through the products that I've done with the foundation, which is three feet from gold, outwitting the devil, thinking grow rich for women, success and something greater and several more in process. And so mm-hmm. that relationship has been very strong. And all of it is through the power of association. And I think when you're building a business, you're either building a mission brand or a celebrity brand. And mm-hmm. my entire life has been dedicated to developing missions. It's not about me. It's about the people um, reading the materials or seeking information to help themselves. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. A mission brand is more important than a celebrity brand. Uh, just a note, I uh, I also played um, cash, I, uh, Cashflow 101 and I believe Cashflow. I played Cashflow 101 and I think 102 or, or for the one for kids. I actually brought the um, the kid board game to the charter school that I was teaching at at the time. The, the few times that I actually worked a job, it didn't last very long. Um, <laughs> but I remember bringing that there. And uh, also just the book, um, Think and Grow Rich, uh, was very uh, influential on me as well. I didn't realize there was a woman's uh, version to that. So now I'm going to have to look into that now. Uh, but I absolutely... But I absolutely just love um, the the secret. Really, I think is that again, stressing the power of association, finding the finding the best in the field. Uh, because when you associate yourself with very credible people or organizations, um, I think people just automatically, you know, you you kind of buy that influence for yourself as well, uh, which I think is uh, is really powerful. So I appreciate uh, you sharing that, and it gets me to it, it gets the wheels uh, rolling in my head or spinning in my head as well. <laughs> or the gears, the gears spinning in my head <laughs> on thinking about how can I do that for my industry or how can I get better at that? It allows you to elevate your expertise and be, to become an authority when you hang out with the people that, um, that, that you, that are mentoring you or that you respect in your field. Um, it elevates you in the process. And so you want to earn that right. And you want to continue to grow and develop and honor that. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with a celebrity brand. It's just be focused on what is your intent, all right? And if mm-hmm. that's your intent, fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but be real clear about what your objective is. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Tony Robbins, would, we talks all the time about he wish he hadn't called his company Tony Robbins because mm. now it has to be tied to him. And so that's, yeah. that's one of the things that, uh, you know, when I teach people from entrepreneurship, I'm not making celebrity brands wrong. It's just being clear about what you want and mm-hmm. how you want to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sharon, I know that I uh, talked a lot about your past success, but let's go ahead and fast forward to life today. Uh, you have a new book that's going to be coming out soon called Exit Rich. So for people that are hearing about this book for the first time, which this is probably the first time they're hearing it, what's the book about? What can they expect? And yeah, we'll just get, we'll just start from there. Certainly. Well, thank you so much. And I'm very excited about this because I've written 25 books and Mm. this is my 26th, but it's actually been picked up by Inc. Magazine. We talk about that power of association. It's under their imprint. And my friend Steve Forbes says it's a goldmine for entrepreneurs. I want mm-hmm. people to understand it's not just enough to have marketing and have a successful business. You have to mm-hmm. build the structure of the business. And I want you to take your successful business and make it sustainable, scalable, and saleable. Whether you mm-hmm. sell it or not, it may become an economic engine for your family for generations. But in the book, Exit Rich, I, I partnered with the top female business broker in the country. And mm-hmm. she talks about the tactics. And I talk about the strategies from a mentor or an investor perspective. And we talk about building the structure of your business so that it can scale from, ta- from looking at the people that are on, on your team, the mentors, the advisors, 
to your actual product or service, and then your um, your processes, your systems, business systems is what make you become scalable. Then proprietary, mm-hmm. what is your competitive advantage? What is your intellectual property? Let's increase the value of your business by identifying, protecting, and leveraging your intellectual property. And then your your patrons, your customer, your database, that's a huge value for your business. It's not a book value, but it's a intend, you know, it's an intangible asset that brings great value to your company. And then mm-hmm. profits. Too many people just focus on the profits. That mm-hmm. the profits will come when you focus on the first five P's. So we have a six P method. And it's so important. So many people are not able to sell their business because when somebody comes to look at it, it's a mess. So we talk about how to put your business together, how to have the information ready, how to position yourself, you know, when, you know, how to look good in the window, right? How mm-hmm. to position yourself um, so that you get the greatest profit for when you determine to sell your business. But it also, the essence of the book is to build that asset, that economic engine. So in s- most people that own businesses really own a job. I want you to wake up and turn and convert that into a business that is mm-hmm. generating revenue for you, even while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's stress that. Uh, let's stress the importance of building the right asset a little bit more, because I know uh, talking offline, one thing you really wanted to stress is buying, building, and creating an income-producing asset. Uh, so, for people that are maybe um, maybe they own their job, right? Um, how, what, give us a couple examples on how they can maybe, um, uh, you know, restructure their system or their situation so that it is an income producing asset where it doesn't feel like they're stuck in that one thing. You know, it's almost like a rat race that they bought for themselves. (laughs) Well, when it comes to, um, people chase income, right? They want to exchange Mm -hmm. time for money and that's, Mm -hmm. that's employee mentality. There's only so many hours a day, so many days in the week. So I want to convert that mentality into investing your time in buying, building, creating assets. It's never been easier to do that. And in Mm -hmm. the end, it's not what you do for your paycheck. It's what you do with your paycheck. With every dollar you get, are you going to let it flow through your fingers? Or are you going to say, okay, I'm going to invest this in my future? And mm-hmm. that's what, and when I talk about assets, I talk about, you know, paper assets, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate. Right? Mm-hmm. rental real estate. And now you've got Airbnb and you've got all kinds of VRB, you all kinds of things that you can generate revenue from, from real estate. Then you also have businesses, what you have right now, making sure that your business becomes an economic engine and is an asset. Mm-hmm. But the other one that is my, you know, kind of my superpowers, intellectual property, how you can mm-hmm. take what you know already and create something that's an income producing asset. And mm-hmm. everybody's had something that stopped them in their tracks, particularly in this last year. Mm-hmm. But um, eight years ago, I lost my youngest son. And it took mm-hmm. me several years of just being numb and neutral. I started to retire, got a little pushback from family and friends. And I realized I'm still here for a reason. There's more for me to do. And that's yeah. the message I want everybody watching and listening. No matter what you've been through, whether it be a death, a divorce, a um, financial setback, an illness, you're still here and you're still here for a reason. And what you've been through 
you've survived and you can help others going through it. And by taking it out of here, out of your brain and putting it into a book, a program, a resource that people can access, you create an income producing asset. So you've got them inside your brain. You just need to make them happen. Yeah, uh, Sharon, I did read about that. So I just want to express my condolences and say I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, I've had friends where they lost um, a child and just um, how how you carry that with you for a very long time. Uh, what I like, what I respect about your situation, Sharon, um, and it reminds me of the term, uh, very often we hear about post-traumatic stress, but what I'm hearing from you is post-traumatic growth, where you've decided to turn that pain, and, and I'm not a therapist, so I'm, I could probably be butchering this, but the way that I interpret it is that you decided to rechannel you know, that energy into something productive and useful, um, and in this case, an income-producing asset. And so um, not a lot of people are have the strength to do that. You know, so I just want to let you know, Sharon, how much I respect that and how you continue to move forward and how you come back and letting people know stuff like that can happen and it's tragic and it's painful and and it, it starts to become a part of your identity. Um, but you can still use that for good. Like you're still here, so you might as well do something with it. And Jen, part of that process of being able to move forward takes us full circle back to having the right associations. Mm. So in Three Feet from Gold, my first book with the foundation, um, I talk about the personal success equation and it's your passion and your talent. And that's, you know, that's all about us. We think we have to do it all on our own, but then times A, the power of association times A, taking action plus Mm -hmm. F, faith, having faith in yourself, having faith in what you're doing, having faith that is needed and necessary. And too many of us, that faith is fear and it Mm. paralyzes us. But faith mm-hmm. and association go hand in hand. I, mm-hmm. I, prob- I don't know if I could have survived and continued moving forward as well as I have. I didn't have a very strong support network to help me. And so don't, you know, being an entrepreneur can be very lonely. You need to find yeah. those people that can support you, that want you to succeed. Mentors that will open doors. And my mentoring has helped heal me more than anything because mm. I'm, I'm stepping into other people's businesses, helping them. And it's kind of filling that maternal peace inside of me. In fact, most of them call me Mama Lecter. But it's not, oh. <laughs> we, we are, you know, we can make a choice. All of mm-hmm. us are where we are today because of the choices we made before today. And I made yeah. a choice for a couple of years to play really small and, mm. and, and, and sit in my grief. And I realized one day that, you know, that wasn't doing me any good and it wasn't doing anybody else any good. And so it was like, okay, I made a choice to start supporting other people and sharing what I know and, and giving them insights. And it's been, it's been a real gift to me as well, because it's, uh, you know, it, at my age, you start realizing, you know, there's not a whole lot of runway left. And so what, what can I do to continue supporting people in their journey to success and personal mm-hmm. success equation? If you go to personal success equation.com, it's a free resource for each of you to look at your passion, your talent, your associations, your action, and your level of faith and helping you elevate those so that you elevate your personal success. Mm. Yeah. Also, what I'm hearing from what you're saying, Sharon, is in helping others, we heal ourselves. Um, And so I'm glad that you were able to uh, kind of fulfill that maternal (laughs) need uh, through the people that you mentor. Uh, I want to go ahead and shift gears here. Uh, One more question before you wrap up. But uh, before I go to that, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about your upcoming book, Exit Rich? 
Well, thank you so much, Jen. Yes, um, it's actually not being released for a few months, but you can get your copy now. And mm-hmm. that's why it's kind of a pre-release copy, a special, special offer for your audience. If you go to Exit Rich Book, not Exit Rich, but ExitRichBook.com mm-hmm. forward slash buy, you can get the book and we'll send you an immediate electronic version, but then we'll also mail you the book. Um, and so exitrichbook.com forward slash buy, and you can get your copy. And as I said, we're very excited about it. And I know you'll find that the very small investment in yourself, and you'll have 10x, 100x rewards by building a stronger, more viable business. Awesome. Yes. After our conversation today, I will definitely visit your website myself (laughs) and get a copy of the pre-release book in the meantime. Uh, Awesome. Thank you, Sharon. So, uh, wow. I've really thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. We went from talking about the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series to uh, talking about um, other things that you're working on today, such as your book and bouncing back. Uh, The last thing is, you know, our show is dedicated to small business owners and entrepreneurs. um, And I'm curious to know if if there's anything else you want to share, any parting piece of advice. I know that we, uh, you wanted to stress the importance of mentorship. Um, So if you want to talk more about that or just anything else to close us out here. Well, thank you so much, Jen. You know, part, part of what's important is understanding your environment, what you're allowing in your brain. Um, who you're hanging out with, the people in your circle. You, you showed, you picked up the cash flow quadrant. Are you hanging out with people that have employee mindsets? It's hard to continue moving forward when people are trying to pull you back. And mm. so as make sure you look at always your power of association. Who's that next group? Who's that next individual that can open doors? You may have had a mentor who's gotten you to where you are today, but maybe you need a different mentor to get you to where you deserve to be. And so I want you to play a bigger game. There are people out there that can benefit from what you know and what you share. And so many people kind of don't like to sell. And I go, well, think of it differently. Think of it as serving. If you have something or you have knowledge that can help someone improve their life, then don't hold it from them. Offer it to them so that they can take that next step. And it's so important that you, you find a way to be more confident and stand in your power and create the success that you deserve. And I, you know, I, we have a play big movement in Facebook. This is a, is, is a free group that I, I, I talk every week about things that we can do to play a bigger game. And mm-hmm. so much of it is our own mindset. We hold ourselves back. So get the personal success equation and uh, look at it and see what you can do to take your life to the next level. Awesome. Sharon Lecter, thank you again so much for joining us on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I have absolutely enjoyed our conversation today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, just in case you want to check out a couple of those links, you can check out her website, SharonLecter.com. Also, remember to get uh, the pre-order your book today, Exit Rich at ExitRichBook.com forward slash buy. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform 
and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.